from the Holy Gospel according to John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and the oxen, and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture, zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this. And they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord. As Catholics, we understand that God dwells in us, in our bodies, after we're baptized. Now, here Jesus is talking about the cleansing, he cleanses the temple. He puts in order the things in the temple that need to be put in order. The temple was the central worship place of all Jewish people. They would travel forever. They didn't have a bunch of separate little churches, kind of like we have throughout the world in the Catholic Church or in different Christian denominations. There was one place where you could offer sacrifice, and that was the temple in Jerusalem. The Jews still go there, even after it's been gone for 2,000 years, to the little piece of wall that's still there that's called the Wailing Wall. And they go and they pray there. They travel just to cry over the fact that it's gone. 
Just this one place. Well, Jesus then, of course, he says that he is the new temple. What a temple is, is a dwelling place of God. So God did dwell, dwell there. Then God came in the form of a human being, Jesus. God became man and dwelt among us. So God was in his temple was in the very body of Jesus, like Jesus talks about here. Once Jesus ascends into heaven, he then starts this new movement called the Catholic Church. The Church. And the Holy Spirit comes down, and we now, by virtue of our baptism, receive God in our bodies. We have the Holy Spirit dwells within us. He dwells in us from the moment of our baptism on, in our bodies. Our Protestant brothers and sisters, and I'm sure there's a few among us, generally speaking, do not see baptism in this way. They see baptism, this is a major difference of belief here. They see baptism as symbolic. It's like a coming to age or an initiation into the Christian faith, symbolically. We as Catholics believe that something wild happens at our baptism. God starts dwelling in us. And from that point forward, we want to keep our temple free of clutter. We want to allow Jesus to come in like He did in today's Gospel reading and do that to us. Sometimes it, it doesn't feel good. Sometimes it, it's not that bad. But this is a really good image for us, and it's a really good image for Lent. This is what Lent is about. What's inside my temple? What needs clearing out? We read in the first reading the importance that God lays upon this commandment that you shall not have any other gods besides me. This is the first commandment that God gives. False gods. We should not think about false gods or idolatry as something that just previous old religions believed. It was some kind of superstition. We ought to think of those things as things that we give attention to that are disordered. Things in our life that we pay attention to, false gods, that we give our energies and our affection to, that are false gods. They're in the temple. They're in this holy thing. They should not be there. I know a guy who right now is uh, in this Lent, he's, he's given up scrolling on his phone. Um, and this guy's not really like super disordered, you might say, with regards to his affection for TV and entertainment. He doesn't watch a ton of YouTube or videos or um, he's not a big like TV guy, you might say. Um, and so there's not a, a, a disordered affection there. Um, with regards to that, but he's noticed that he spends too much time scrolling on his phone. So he says, okay, this line, I'm going to give up scrolling on my phone for Lent. So, um, interestingly, and I'm just relaying his experience, um, he said it was, it has been much more difficult than he imagined. He said in the first couple days, the first week particularly, giving up scrolling on his phone, um, caused him kind of a great anxiety. It actually revealed this particular form of disorder, this false god within his temple. 
that he didn't realize he even had this much affection for. You notice his soul kind of scrambling and um, wanting to cling on or just the, the frenetic energy of his, of his heart and his impulses just kind of wanting to go this way and that when um, he was letting, letting go, trying to let go of that and fasting from scrolling on his phone. And so this false god kind of causes a little bit of... Um, a little bit of uh, chaos in his heart as it's being kicked out. Now, over the past seven years or so, being a priest at three different parishes, I've always celebrated the Mass pretty much exactly as you see it. So, from even uh, when I first started celebrating Mass in my first year, I was formed um, to spend these periods of time in silence. Um, that the Mass is not something we're just going through another bunch of motions. That there should be periods of silence throughout the Mass. These periods of silence allow us to connect with God. Well, I'll tell you what, the number one complaint I've gotten over the past seven years has been those periods of silence. And um, I may have even received complaints from some of you in this church. I'm the no judgment from me, um, if, if that was you or if you still kind of have an issue with it, okay? I get it. Those periods of silence, though, are a good image for what's going on in the temple. Because whatever is going on inside of us generally does come up in silence. It's one of the reasons we try to keep ourselves so busy. And we keep moving from one thing to the next. We live in an endless kind of cycle of distractions, generally speaking. Blaise Pascal, the philosopher, said the main problem with man is that he can't spend a single hour in a room by himself. Very interesting quotation from him. And, and what it points to is this agitation and the fact that we have this desire to cling and to worship. We should understand the word worship as attention. All these things, and so our heart wants to leech on to these things. In the silence, the things that we're dealing with, the things that we're struggling with, a lot of times come up. Sometimes in the silence, whatever suffering we're dealing with, or maybe a bad memory comes up. Or maybe a sin comes up. Our consciences start to bite us in the silence. Now, this is all stuff that Jesus wants to cleanse. This is all stuff Jesus wants to cleanse. I was mentioning that guy before who gave up scrolling on his phone. What he said was it was about a week of kind of unrest where he didn't feel he himself as there is that gap and that absence in his, in his heart from this attachment. He was like rebelling and he was going through a type of withdrawal. Um, he said, though, at the end of the withdrawal, he started to actually find himself coming towards God. And still, it's been like an amazing practice for him. So he let God into that space after he had kind of sobered up, so to speak. And he's found a type of intimacy and communion with God. He's mentioned that was why he told the story in the first place. It's just how awesome this had been for him. 
Um, he's finding himself connecting and moving towards God in a way that he was not in the past. Any alcoholic, and I use alcoholism not to pick on alcoholism, but it's a, a common one. Most of us know alcoholics, so we're familiar with the addiction. But any addiction you think about, sexual addiction, any type of drug addiction, any kind of addiction to maybe shopping or some kind of whatever the vice is, there's plenty of them out there. We always need to sober up first. We need to fast from those things before we can kind of move into the truth. In AAA, uh, AAA, um, that's the automotive. Um, in Alcoholics Anonymous, excuse me, um, I, I could hear it and it was like coming out wrong. Um, Alcoholics Anonymous talks about how you can't really reason when you're, when you're still drinking, when you're still in the midst of the addiction, you can't really get to the light. Um, we gotta sober up first. We gotta deny ourselves. Lent, of course, is prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. It's the one that we usually overlook. Fasting. Um, and what that does is eventually that moves us into a place of freedom where we allow Jesus to maybe move things back in its proper place like he did in the temple, and then there's a healing that takes place. It's really, really nice. It leads us into communion with God. Lord, we ask you to bless us, and we give you permission to bring cleansing into our temples, the temples of our bodies. We give you permission, Lord, to reveal any disordered affection any false gods or idols that exist within us and to cast them out as you cast it out that which was disordered in the place that really belonged to your father in the, in the temple scene today. Please make room for yourselves in our hearts and keep our consciences crisp and clean and clear and unadulterated. We ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us take a few moments in silent prayer just to listen to and speak with the Lord in our hearts. <clears throat>